Uh, this is Lindsay Miller, and you're listening to the Arkansas Times Week in Review podcast on Friday, March the 13th. On this week's episode, we're going to mostly talk about the coronavirus in Arkansas, but also touch on Joe Biden taking control in the race for the Democratic nomination for president, the detailed Litterox tax plan, the end of the Hunter Biden paternity case, and who knows, maybe some more. Okay. I'm joined as usual by Max Brantley. So we're taping uh, Monday at a little after 10, or Friday at a little after 10 in the morning. Um, what we know now is that uh, six uh, Arkansans have tested positive for the coronavirus or are presumed to because they're waiting for CDC approval. Uh, 20 are... Um, Still being tested. I think that means... Are waiting test results. Waiting test results. And 135 are being monitored. Um, of course, this all of this moves so quickly, and I think that it is likely that orders of magnitude more Arkansans have it, have it than we know about. That's what every health professional is saying in every state in the country that I've read about. Uh, you know, Donald Trump admirers seem to say it's being overstated, but it, all the health professionals say that containment has failed. We didn't make much of an effort, and so now it's just a question of preparing to treat people, and they're expecting enormous numbers to be infected. Not all with serious illness, but the death rate is much higher than for the common flu, and so we expect to have a lot of deaths before it's over. Uh, You know, it, it seems to me that the main thing that has happened is there's now a general awareness that it's just being a good citizen to practice the means that health professionals say will at least discourage spread of the disease and that they social distancing i think is the phrase that has been used a lot but it means don't go to group gatherings uh, use common sense sanitation methods wash your hands what have you and people who are particularly at risk older people and people with underlying health issues ought to really be careful stay home and so what we're seeing is schools are being closed Four counties in central Arkansas schools were ordered closed by the state because of the infection that happened in Pine Bluff and that there were some contacts with school children through health workers. Uh, Any number of companies have reduced or eliminated business travel. They're allowing employees to work at home. Walmart has has kind of led the way, and, and it's also providing some sick leave coverage for its employees, which... A lot of people are resisting or say they're unable to afford. So, I mean, it's, it's a new world. And, and, I, you know, it's interesting to me is a lot of the measures we've seen have been through March the 30th or until further notice. And the reading I'm doing saying this won't fully play out for several more months than that. And there's also the fear that has happened in an influenza epidemic in the early 20th century that there will be a seasonal decline because of weather, but then, then it might come back just as viciously in the fall. We, I mean, I don't know. We don't know. There's so much about this disease we don't know. As I said last night on some blog post I did, I'm reminded a little bit about snow days. When a big snowstorm hits Arkansas, the TV stations start running the school closings, and after a while you say, why are they bothering? The question isn't what's closed. The question is, is what's open. Yeah. There's a much shorter list. Yeah, it seems like uh, there are a couple of, of big points here that a lot of folks, just anecdotally, that I've come across don't seem to grasp. And one is, 
you know, what you sort of touched on is that, you know, usually with illness, we are thinking in terms of risk to ourselves or to our immediate family. But in this case, if you are young and are not worried about it, that's not really the issue. It's about being a good citizen and not getting it and passing it along to somebody who is more vulnerable, right. especially elderly people. And so I think that message has started to sink in and with things like the cancellation of the all SEC athletics of the NCAA basketball tournament or the Masters golf tournament. But then there are these weird things that happen. Oaklawn Park is going to have horse racing today through Sunday. They're big races, but nobody's going to be allowed to attend the races except essential people. But they said the casino's open and come on down and put your grubby hands all over the slot machines, which seems kind of counterintuitive. The county government has closed its administrative office where people go to pay their taxes and register to vote and assess their property. But the courthouse is open. I think that's because the courts really are under more control of the Supreme Court of Arkansas than county government, but a whole lot more people go there. They're trying to continue court. And I'm not really blaming people for these various things, but it comes very hard to, to yes. decide what to do. I, I've the, told you about my own personal family situation. A beloved brother-in-law, my sister's husband, died of cancer this week in Brea, California. I had promised him in our last phone call to be a, his, a pallbearer at his funeral. My sister's asked me to deliver a, a eulogy at the funeral, and it's scheduled next week. And my plan at this point is to go because they seem to be going ahead, although Orange County's had some cases, and they're having the same warnings from people there about group gatherings. But, but I, I mean, I, I'm on the horns of dilemma. I think being a good citizen means not traveling, but at the same time, I mean, I can't let my sister down, so I, that's that's kind of where I am, and I'll probably go if, if, if events go on as normal, but but you have some, I mean, I don't think I'm a risk currently to somebody else. I'm, I'm probably more to risk. I'm about to turn 70. I've got a heart problem. I mean, I, I'm one of the people that say ought to stay home probably. Right. Well, then the other thing that people seem to struggle with to some degree is, it's just the notion that this is spreading exponentially. And that's that's not something that a lot of people can grasp easily. Or it is already spread. Right. And we, and we just don't know yet because right. our t- testing is so far behind the rest of the developed world. Well, yeah, the, the Ohio uh, Department of Health had a press conference similar to the one that uh, Arkansas did yesterday. Uh, Ohio has about the same number of cases, but they have said that there are two that they've identified uh, came from community spread, meaning they don't know where the cases came from. But well, we and, do know that five of our six cases are more or less interrelated. Right. From a, a sick person in Pine Bluff who got it in Mardi Gras and then saw a doctor and saw other people who are now infected. Right. Well, and, and there are, I think there are a lot of people who think that Arkansas, there, there's community spread. Well, and, 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 and I want to say, it, from the surface, I think Arkansas health officials have have done a good job and they've tried to be open, although they're not providing much information about where cases are occurring and that sort of thing. But we've only tested 30 people. Yeah. I mean, you know, that, that's, uh, I'm not faulting them. I mean, I, I don't think they have the capacity to, they, the state can only test about five a day and there's a limit on the number of test kits available. And it's, this is symptomatic of the national failure, which Anthony Fauci, our lead 
disease guy has said is a failure, and we now know that Donald Trump was discouraging moving quickly on testing because he felt like if the numbers rose, it would reflect badly on him. Now, right. he's going to have a news conference today. So far, he's trying to blame this on Joe Biden or something or Barack Obama, just a bunch of dishonest crap he's putting out. But what we ought to be doing is moving heaven and earth to do everything that's indicated as an appropriate medical and and compensatory step. And till now, Trump has resisted that, it seems to me. He, he wants to say, we did the great thing when I banned some travelers from China. Well, that just wasn't enough. That just wasn't, that wasn't an appropriate reaction. And and so we and Biden put out a pretty good plan this week, at least on on coping with the fallout, which is paid sick leave, free testing, stand up hospital money for stand up hospitals where needed, uh, multiple testing locations in every state. This is all practical, common sense stuff. Costs some money, no doubt about it. But Trump said, "Well, we need a payroll tax holiday." Well, if you're not working, that doesn't do you much good. Right. If you're getting no income, a payroll tax break doesn't help you anymore. Yeah. Well, it's a fine line to walk, but the, the governor did sort of make a point yesterday in the press conference that while some extreme measures needed to be taken in central Arkansas, that the rest of the state should continue with business as usual. And I don't think that's helpful. I think that's whistling past the graveyard. Right. I mean, I mean the, in the, fact, Gregory Bledsoe, who's a right wing Republican and our Surgeon General, said, listen, inevitably, yeah, northwest Arkansas isn't immune. They're going to be some they're going to be some cases up there. Get right. real. Yeah, but but to the numbers and the uh, the uh, Ohio Department of Health cited a CDC study that said when when you have two people that have community spread, then you can assume that one percent of your population has that. So in Ohio, they just said even though they have about the same number of cases we do, we assume that a hundred thousand people have it. So that'll mean thirty thousand in Arkansas. Yeah, and and if the death rate is one percent, that's what three hundred dead people from it. I mean. The right-wingers are saying, oh, swine flu was worse. And then you hear these sports talk show guys yesterday saying, well, they can hurry up a vaccine on this if they just will move. I mean, these guys are idiots. They're idiots. It's going to be a year, a year and a half until we have a vaccine. There was a fascinating piece on NPR this morning about development of vaccines and how the government subsidizes a lot now because pharmaceutical companies don't want to make vaccines that are only useful for a a short period of time, then the thing goes away and they don't need them anymore. So the government subsidizes ongoing production. And part of it is that you need a lot of chickens to lay a lot of eggs to do the vaccine production. And so there's secret government chicken farms that are raising chickens so that they can produce the million eggs a day they need to produce in the event we have to scale up big vaccine production. I listen to these guys on talk shows saying, man, we could have this vaccine tomorrow, next week, if they just get off their butts. I mean, people are idiots. They're just idiots. That, and I've been following Orange County website for news out there because of this funeral. And Orange County, as you may know, historically was a home of right-wing Republicans. And it's changed a lot because of Latino immigration. But the comments on the all the news coverage on this particular website must be all old Orange County, old white guys. Because it's all Joe Biden's, but this is just a plot to get Donald Trump. This isn't Rush Limbaugh's line of this is just a common cold. It's no big deal. You know, I... The, politic, the politicization of this is just nuts. It's just nuts that everything becomes tribal. I mean, at least in Arkansas, our Republican leadership seems to acknowledge there are at least some health dangers from this.
this. Right. Though we should talk about Tom Cotton, who's been who's one of the nuts. worst. Who is in all this? I mean, He's been talking about that China will pay for this. China will pay for this, and he calls it the Wuhan virus to to put a racist label on it and. He's just, he's out of control. He closed his office because an aide in a Democratic senator's office tested positive. As if there's any interaction between Tom Cotton and Democrats. Last night he was on Sean Hannity talking about Hunter Biden. I mean, the world is imploding from Corona. I mean, the economy, I mean, whatever else you think, because of all these reactions, I mean, airports are empty, hotels are empty, restaurants are empty. There's going to be a devastating impact on the economy, not just from the fall in stock prices, and he's talking about Hunter Biden. I mean, this guy's nuts. And and I really think it's a national scandal that nobody has looked into the role he played in driving out his only Democratic opponent from the U.S. Senate race this year. I don't think Josh Mahoney was a threat, but there's a story still untold about how that unfolded. Agreed. All right. Well, let's let's move on. Just a, f- a few quick items. Uh, well, let's let's talk about Hunter Biden just because that's something that we've talked about in the past and. Uh, it is an Arkansas story, if not a national one. Well, right. It, it, there's been this paternity and child support case pending against him uh, for months by an Independence County native who's back living there now, who he met when she was a stripper at a Washington, D.C. club, and they had a relationship, and she got pregnant. And so she filed properly to get child support from him for the child he fathered. And he's been resisting providing information and and partly because the, the Republican lawyer for her has been trying to dig into all his past as a highly paid consultant for a Ukraine gas company and for Chinese company. And although that lawyer says this is just all about taking care of the child, and it, 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 primarily that's true, but there are political angles too. But finally, this week, a, a judge, he tried to delay his testimony one more time. The judge said, nope, you've had enough delays. And that night they finally reached a settlement in the child support. I mean, he'd already been found to be the father of the child. And so they reached an, an agreement on how much he'll pay every month for child support. It's redacted. It's, it's sealed. He'll also pay for the child's health insurance and fraternity's fees. And the case is now over in Arkansas. So he's, he's at least lanced that festering boil. But, uh, so at least as far as Arkansas is concerned, the mother of his child will get some money from him every month. And, Maybe we won't hear any more about it again. I mean, I think this story was planted regularly with the Arkansas Democrat Gazette and one of Tom Cotton's running dogs in the media to, to kind of build this up as much as possible. But uh, So that's good. But the Senate is still seems determined to go after Hunter Biden as, as a proxy for his father, Joe Biden, and to talk about his... And listen, he did capitalize on his name. It was a sleazy deal. I don't, there's no evidence he did anything illegal. Yeah, he did like a lot of people related to presidents have done, whether it's Roger Clinton or George Bush's son. Or or all of the Trump children. All, all of the Trump children. And in fact, there's some indication that a plan to bring in somebody to testify before the Senate was scuttled because Mike Bloomberg said, okay, you go after Hunter Biden, I'm going to release $250 million of oppo research on the Trump children. And they've got some real liability issues on the operation of Trump companies. And so... It might be getting into presidential children's business affairs would not accrue to Donald Trump's benefit. Yeah, I'd say so. 
Uh, well, let's talk about Joe Biden. Won some some big uh, primary contests this week. Wow, he killed in Michigan, which where Bernie Sanders had upset Hillary Clinton four years ago, and was that was viewed to be kind of his base state. Uh, and he also won three other states that night. I guess I guess Bernie uh, prevailed in Washington and North Dakota, but not to pick up many delegates. I, I think it's over. However, there is a debate this weekend between Sanders and Biden. Biden is historically bad is, debater. He's a bad debater and says stupid things, and Bernie's still pretty sharp for an old guy, and who knows, this might could turn it around another time, but the next round of states all show polling overwhelming in Joe Biden's favor. As I've said before, I was an Elizabeth Warren supporter. I've never been particularly enamored of Joe Biden, partly because he is an unguided missile. Nice guy, but... And, and his policies were more conservative most of the time than I like. But uh, it seems to me there is a national welling of feeling among Democratic voters, and I think a lot of crossover voters who've been Republican swing voters, that Donald Trump has to go and that Joe Biden seems to promise a return to normalcy, and that's all they care about. And that, and that Bernie's socialism bothers a lot of people. I mean, the people who love him love him. But a lot of people are turned off by it and that they've decided that Joe Biden's the electable one. And that's a dangerous, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that feeling is correct. And my, and my family, I mean, I, I think I'm probably revealing too much here. I think my wife is going to be a Warren voter, but then held her vote until the very end and said, no, I'm going to go Joe because that seems to be where the trend is going. Right. And so that's what she did. And I think... I think she was among hundreds of thousands. The most interesting thing in Michigan was Bernie only got 20,000 fewer votes in this primary than he'd gotten in the primary in which he defeated Hillary in Michigan. But the votes for Biden were 300,000 more than Hillary got. I mean, that that's a message vote. Yeah. <laughs> they think this is the guy to do it and that Trump's got to go. And that's pretty much what James Carville said the same. He was a Michael Bennett supporter. and. He, I mean, I don't think he's a big Biden admirer either, but I was watching him on cable TV this week, and he said, the decision has been made, let's move on, let's get behind this guy and beat Trump. Yeah, well, but Biden is going to have to do some outreach to, to Bernie supporters. And... and and everybody says that, and, and I agree that's true, but if you look at Biden's campaign, it's pretty liberal. I mean, it's an increase in the the minimum wage, it's it's a universal health care plan. It's different from Bernie's, but it's universal health care. It's, I mean, he, he he's pro-union. I mean, he kind of goes down the line. He's not, I mean, it's not like he's a right winger by any means. And the thing I fear is, first of all, the hardcore Bernie people, they didn't turn out. I mean, part of the reason he did so poorly in, in the primaries is the youth surge didn't happen. Only 13% of people in that age group voted and, and just from still following it online, there's that core group of Sanders supporters that it's him or nothing. I mean, there's nothing Joe Biden could do to get their vote. They're, 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 they're a lot of them just ready to go straight to hell rather than vote for a Democrat that's not burning. I mean, I think it's Well, I think, we will see. I think I, it's crazy. I mean, the, the coronavirus and the economy tanking certainly does not help. President Trump's. No, it doesn't, although it's going to affect, I mean, we now have to start talking about voting. Right. I mean, how are the election campaigns going to proceed? Will they proceed with rallies and then voting day? Are we going to have people line up 
shoulder to shoulder for hours on end in voting places. Republicans won't go for online or mail voting. Well, they'll go for online voting in states where they control the apparatus and they can hack them. I, I, we're just we're facing untold numbers of crises because right. of coronavirus and martial laws. You know? Oh, I mean, listen, would Trump order a, a postponement of the election? Yeah, I mean, think about it. Wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. So, well, we talked uh, in depth last week about the Little Rock tax plan, <laughs> but then we had the official rollout of it. Anything stand out to you that? Only the numbers, and and I'm and I and this is just a, a tactical thing that I observed. But the mayor chose to talk about the spending in the cumulative of ten years of investment. For example, instead of seven million a year for the zoo, it'll be seventy million, and that's a double-edged sword. I mean, on the one hand, it sounds like, man, you're really getting behind the zoo or whatever the individual thing is. But then that's the kind of thing where somebody said, you're going to spend a half billion dollar, a half billion dollar tax increase. I mean, the people who are not tax friendly might, might uh, resist that a little bit. I mean, and, but it also raises the issue of in some of these cases, I don't diminish the investment and all of it's welcome in just about every area, a couple I'm not too crazy about, but, but, uh, but is one or $2 million going to achieve much? I don't know. In some cases, maybe not. The, the parks plan is, is, is pretty significant. <clears throat> yes. And, and I'm a big parks backer and I'm a big believer in the notion that amenities are what, are part of what make a great city, and I'm 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 all for it. But I mean, I I guess my only concern is: are we doing enough in in, in other areas, and are, are we wasting money in some of the other areas we're talking about spending? I mean, I'm going to harp again about the economic development fund that he's intent on spending. I just found out this week that the state and city have already spent five million dollars to build a road at the Little Rock Port to a plant that was supposed to be on in operation by now that they haven't turned a spade of dirt on yet. I mean, I think just sometimes we're stupid about how we spend our money in economic development and we, we just get sold a bill of goods and do stupid things. And I, I'm just not, I mean, I'm let the free market work. I mean, this socialism stuff of, that the city government feels like it has to be a socialistic subsidizer of private enterprise seems nuts to me. I mean, unless the governor, unless the city mayor wants to send me some money to keep the Arkansas times open. Maybe. We may need that. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm not joking. No. All right, well, let's move on to endorsements. What do you have this week? Well, uh, I'm reminded of about 20 years ago when somebody said, you got to watch this show on HBO, The Sopranos. You won't believe how good it was. And because of that, I subscribed to HBO, and now I'm a committed follower of HBO. Well, I, the, the new documentary series on Hillary is on Hulu. And it's been getting real good reviews. And it was a funny thing that the person who produced this called me months ago and said, I'd like to interview you, do this documentary. I said, oh, I'm so sick of doing these things. And I'm not, I'm sorry, no thanks. I don't want to do it. Well, it turns out this was a woman who had access throughout the campaign and has just this incredible footage. And, you know, it was to produce a triumphant documentary of her victory, which didn't happen. But this, I mean, it's not hagiography hey, at all. And it's, uh, I've watched the first two episodes and it's great. I mean, Hillary is a, fascinating figure 
who I think I've always thought got a raw deal, uh, but this is really some insight into her thinking. And I mean, you couldn't, it, it's a great documentary, two, two episodes in. And, and a lot of the Arkansas, the first one has a lot of Arkansas stuff and a lot of uh, old film footage of times that I'd long ago forgotten. I don't know who they got it from or where, but just great stuff of watching Hillary back and Bill back when they were kids, really first running. And I, I really recommend it. So I'm a Hulu subscriber now because of the documentary, not at all sorry. And maybe I'm gonna move along to cut the cord entirely from the evil Comcast. Yeah, well I have, but it all adds, you start getting, you get Hulu no, and Netflix and Amazon right. and Disney Plus. And, I'm not far from where I used to be. Uh, well, I'm going to endorse the uh, new Jay Electronica album, Written Testimony, which just came out today. I've only had one listen through, but uh, it's pretty great. It's a decade plus in the making. Um, I'm not really sure what took so long, except, um, I don't know, there were some troubles. But Jay-Z's featured on most of the songs, lots of other special guests. The Shiny Suit Theory came out probably 10 years ago and was like incredibly hyped as one of the great rap tracks of the time and then uh, nothing but it, it's it's on the album it's still good check it out J Electronica uh, subscribe where you find your favorite podcast your favorite podcast spot and we'll be back did, next week should we mention musicians showcase the musician showcase uh is going to be postponed the arkansas times the finale was scheduled on saturday uh we we may have the postponement date up now if not it'll it'll be on our website soon thanks for listening wash your hands we'll see you next time